So you can show up and you can get clients just by showing up any kind of way, saying whatever you feel is on your heart and um, helping people powerfully. And you could create a very impactful business. That does not mean that the business that you create will be effective at fulfilling the purpose of why you established it. Welcome to the Model Student Podcast. My name is Taylor, and this is all about tension. Okay, you guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty stoked about this episode. Number one, because I came up with the concept of tension. And number two, because I love talking about business ideas. And I also love the topic of branding and brand strategy. So Here's what you really need to know. Number one, tension um, is a concept I came up with, and it is inspired by um, something that we're taught at the Life Coach School as coaches, and if you listen to the podcast, and that's the idea of discomfort. So a common phrase said by um, Brooke Castillo is discomfort is the currency of your dreams. Whatever you're trying to achieve, um, you're going to have to pay for that dream or that goal in the form of payment being discomfort. If you're willing to feel anything, then you're willing to do what it takes to create the results that you want in your life. And that is something that I agree with, um, that I teach That if you are having something to hide, something to lose, something to prove, and something to protect, those are all obstacles to having what you want and or creating what you believe is yours um, to have. So um, one of the things that kind of came out of that understanding is this concept of tension. Now, I think of it like um, a tension or bridge. When I say tension bridge, what I mean is when you think of like a suspension bridge, part of what makes that process work is the tension between the two points. It isn't so much that the middle is the most sturdy spot to be. It's that the ends are extremely secure and the amount of tension that they have between them creates a bridge or a way for you to get from point A to point B. So when we talk about your brand strategy and your business plan or your business model, there needs to be a healthy amount of tension between the two. Otherwise, there's no space, there's no defined space for your customers to function in. So your brand strategy is what they are going to be encountering. It's If you were to ask Marty Neumeyer, your brand is, is the gut feeling that your customers have after encountering or utilizing one of your product, service, goods, um, or whatever you are offering. It could even be your email list, for example. All of those have elements of branding in them, and your brand is their gut feeling about that. Now hold that intention with your business model. So what are you exactly? Are you in the hotel industry selling rooms? Are you a painter selling art? Are you a painter selling art classes? I mean, like there are a plethora of business plans and or business models that you can be um, executing and be holding that intention with your brand strategy. And that recipe or that tension that you create is what makes your business unique. Now, this episode, I really want to dive into that because, in part because I wanted to um, 
kind of introduce you to some of the things that I'll be teaching in my program um, that I just launched. So we're in the beta round of it. And then the enrollment uh, for the January cohort will begin in mid-December. So if that's something that you're interested in, you're going to want to go ahead and sign up at the modelstudentpodcast.com because that is where I'll be making the majority of the offers. And by offers, I mean, that's where I'll be sharing the details of how long it is, how much it costs, what's included. All of that constitutes an offer to which you'll be able to opt into that offer or you'll be able to opt out of that offer if you don't want to. Um, but you'll want to sign up at themodelstudentpodcast.com to take advantage of that, or at least to be aware of what you're missing. Okay. So moving on tension In our case, in this model student podcast, we're talking about the tension between the business that you're building and the brand strategy that you have. Now, one of the things that happens when we're newly certified coaches and we're going out into with our, you know, badge of certification and we're like, okay, now we just got to find the clients because we want to help all the people is we get driven by our desire to help people and knowing that we have the skills and the tools to do that. And that is beautiful and that is essential and that is not the only thing that it requires to have a profitable business. There are some real decisions that you'll need to make in your business and feeling good about your work is one of those decisions. It is not the defining decision. It isn't the only decision. And I think sometimes when we... um consider what we do noble and helpful and powerful and impactful, we forget that it also needs to be effective. I mean, dropping a bomb in a neighborhood might be effective at obliterating something unless you really wanted that neighborhood then it wasn't effective. So you can show up and you can get clients just by showing up any kind of way, saying whatever you feel is on your heart and um, helping people powerfully. And you could create a very impactful business. That does not mean that the business that you create will be effective at fulfilling the purpose of why you established it. So that is where brand strategy is best held in tension with the business model. There are so many people And by people, I mean, especially newly certified coaches, and I'm watching them model their businesses after other successful coaches. The challenge is, is they aren't equally willing to model it after the brand strategy that the, that those coaches have. And so they've got half of the bridge. They're only holding part of the tension and they're wondering why they get a slew of, you know, a, a slew or a range of results. It's because that person's business model also includes a tension with their brand. And that tension is what created space for you as a coach to buy in or to function or to, to show up in their space. They created that space for you through tension. And it's beautiful that you like it, but if you want to have a space for your clients and your customers, then you're going to have to be able to hold tension for somebody else. It's one thing to stand on the tension somebody else is holding. It's a whole other thing to create a bridge for your customers who are holding their experiences with you in tension with the business model and the goal that you have and the business plan that you have. So this episode is really intended to kind of shift your mind a little bit that 
being a coach that decided, okay, I'm going to have one-on-one clients and I'm going to coach 10 of them for the year um, and I'm going to charge them $5,000 for the year and that's going to make me a $50,000 coach. Okay, that's part of your uh, business model. We need to talk about what is your actual brand strategy and the your ability to hold those two things in tension is what creates the uh, the opportunity for you to have a profitable business and you're going to be able to hold you're going to have to be able to hold that tension for an extended period of time so i've explained it to clients this way lifting weights one time is one thing being able to incorporate a new weight into your exercise routine is a whole nother thing i can lift a um i can lift 100 pound dumbbells one time but I am not in the physical shape to be able to incorporate them into my exercise routine. And I think that is so important to know the difference is, are the strategies that you're taking on something that you're prepared to implement into your routine, not just, can you do it once? Can you do it twice? Can you do it for one launch? It's it's not about the one launch. You're in this to create a new life, and that takes more than one um, time of execution. It, re- it requires a sense of repetition. So um, another metaphor might be a baby. Like it's so great that you're willing to like go buy organic sweet potatoes and boil them and puree them and then spoon feed them to your child. But if you're not willing to do that for every meal, then we really should not create an entire, um, uh, an entire meal plan around your belief that babies need to eat organic in order to live. Number one, that's not necessarily true. But number two, it's not really helpful because you're not willing to go out and buy organic and only prepare it. See, that's the that's the rub. It's wonderful to say, I don't need to do Facebook ads. But if you're not willing to be in organic marketing, then you might want to reconsider if you're willing to do Facebook ads. It's one thing to say, I shouldn't have to pay for ads. It's a whole nother thing to say, I don't have to pay for ads, but I am w- unwilling to learn social media and become an, um, vested in organic marketing. And therefore, I would rather pay money to have somebody else help me figure out my ads so that I don't need to be on social media in that way. See that it's not just which one works. They both have effectiveness about them, but that doesn't mean that they're both effective and efficient and appropriate for you. So that ability to hold that tension is what I'm going to be covering in the program that I've created. But for today's podcast, I just want to leave you with a couple of things um, and then we'll be done for today. So when we talk about your business plan or your business model being held in tension or being connected to your brand strategy, here's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about the A-line. So as coaches, we know, um, or if you're familiar with the model, the self-coaching model, it's something that Brooke Castillo teaches um, on her podcast, and you can go back to her early episodes and she'll explain kind of what each line of it is. Um, But it's essentially a model or a tool that's used to create awareness in your life. It doesn't solve anything. It doesn't die diagnose anything. It doesn't save anybody's day. It just shows you what is happening in your mind, what is happening in your emotions and how that's showing up in your life. And you can do with that information what you want to, because it is not medicine. It is awareness. And sometimes awareness is all you need. 
So um, when we talk about the model, being that this is a model student podcast, I really wanted to make sure that I'm addressing at least one line of the model for the listeners. So here's where I want to offer you today. All of us are looking for A-line stuff to do, and I've got some A-line stuff for you to do. If you want to hold tension between your brand strategy and your business plan or your business model, and you like the thoughts that you're thinking and you like how you're feeling about your business, but you're not creating the results that you want, we might want to look at your A-line and see if the thoughts and the feelings that you have are effective. And if we'll know they're effective because the actions that they produce will be efficient and we'll know that those are efficient and effective That's an efficient and effective combination because we'll look at your R-line and see the difference. All right, so here's the acronym. If you're gonna be a doer, then these are the things that we need to be seeing in your A-line and that will create different results for you. Probably results that you're a little bit more excited about. So number one, doer. D stands for decided. It The thought that you decide about goes in the T-line. But the act of deciding is an action you must take every day in your business. So in your A-line, it would say, I decided, insert what you decided. Number two, opportunity available. So we're spelling out the word doer. We need to be able to clearly define the opportunity that was available to you. So an example of that means, I de- like starting with D, I decided to have a coaching business So in my A-line, I might write, I decided, in quotes, I am a coach. I am a profitable coach. I work on my business. I'm working in my business. I am learning to create customers in my business. Then we go to the O, opportunity available. Then we can talk about, I invest 30 out of the 168 hours available to me in a week, 30 of my hours, I choose to work. So when we talk about what is the action there, I worked 30 hours out of 168. Then the next letter is E, executed offers. That's the action that you're taking. You're executing offers. When I say executing offers, what I mean is out of the 30 hours, when I plan out my week about how I'm going to spend them, those are all offers made to me. The E stands for, of those offers, what did you execute? What will you be executing? There are tons of things that you can do in your business every day. You can ask Brooke, you can ask Simone, you can ask Stacy. I mean, you can ask a ton of people what to do in your business, and they all have ideas for you about thoughts to think, feelings to feel, and even actions that you can be doing, and they're all great ones. They're all offers available to you. Which ones are you executing? That's your decision. Of the 30 hours that you made available to you, in the last uh, A-line, the next A-line is what are we executing? And so in there it may say posting, uh, recording a podcast, um, posting three times. Um, Those are all offers because here's the thing, you don't have to do any of it. You're not obligated to do anything. But we want to see the executed offers If you have a platform, you have an offer to speak to a lot of people. Did you execute any of that? So, and then the last one for the acronym DOER is reps recorded. What I mean by that is when we look back over everything that you planned, I want to know how many of those offers of that cycle. So three, you made a decision, you 
identified your opportunity available, like you constrained it down to this is what's available to me. And and within that, what's available to me, here's what I'm going to do. In that cycle, how many of those reps are we recording? How many reps did we put that in? So in your A-line, it could be like, I did what I said I was going to do on Monday. I uh, followed through um, on Tuesday. I posted my... um blog. I, you can go down the list of things that you, um, executed, but keep in mind, it's not just what did you do in your business, but of the, from the decision that you made, you identified an opportunity, then you executed the offer. Then we get to write it in the A-line. Those are the reps you recorded. That's how you become a doer in your business. You're doing what you said you would do. We even do this in our, in my program on a, on a higher level when it comes to your purpose, mission, your purpose, mission, and vision. We decide that in the first week of the program. Why? Because those are the decisions that are essential for you to be able to do the next step, which is to identify the opportunities available to you. Once you identify the opportunities available to you, then we can talk about the offers that you want to make and the offers that have been made to you. Then after all that's said and done, then we can take kind of get data points about what of that worked, didn't work, and where we need to evaluate. But so many of us want to create, uh, collect data. I did all the things, but the things are not held in context or they're not held in tension with anything else. Posting all the time to Instagram is a beautiful concept unless your people are not on Instagram and you don't like Instagram and you don't know how Instagram works and you're not invested in learning. There's the rub. And yeah, we can change your thoughts and say, I believe Instagram is a great platform, but we'll know if you really believe that when we start seeing it in the context of your decisions and the opportunities that you identify and the offers that you execute and the reps you record. Now, full transparency mode, I don't have this whole thing down. I just know when I was closer or when I am closer to getting it down, I don't have a problem getting consults. When I'm closer to getting it down, I don't have a problem creating revenue in my business. And when I want to take my business to the next level, I know that this is a pattern that I just perfect. This is a system that gets scaled. You perfect patterns. You scale systems. That's how it works. You scale people. People are another example of a system. They have thoughts, feelings, and actions. And when we can get those working together, they become systematic in the way that they approach things. And then they become scalable. That's my goal for you. For you to become the kind of person who is scalable. Right now, you're all over the place. There's no context for your decisions. You're unclear what's actually available to you. And everything that comes at you, you consider it an offer. And everything that comes at you is not an offer for you. And then on top of all of that, you're doing a bunch of stuff, but we don't even really know of what you're doing, what is contributing to the strategy that you had in place. And if we can reel that all in, then you become somebody not, who's not only authentic, but is somebody that we could scale, Something, somebody we can grow, somebody we can get behind, somebody we can fund. You, my friend, are a force, and you are a force being launched from a solid foundation, which is your strategy, head intention with your business plan. So, What I'm teaching you, like I said before, is all a part of the uh, program that I'm teaching my clients. I have taught bits and pieces of this to clients throughout the year, and I've now compiled it into a 
beautiful program that, like I said, I'm taking the founding cohort through in the month of December, and then I'll be opening it up to the next round of people in January. Now, let me be clear, I'm calling this a cohort or a group, but it is one-on-one working with me, figuring this stuff out so that each time you go back to your business and you're showing up to work, you have some context for your decisions. So you have some strategy so that you understand what is normal discomfort, what is just tension and what's downright painful and abnormal. You, we don't even have a range for that yet because we, you, you're not aware of what's healthy discomfort yet. So that is what we're working with in the program. If that's something of interest to you, and if you want these notes uh, to be sent to you, then sign up at the modelstudentpodcast.com and I would be happy to send it to you. Have a great week. Bye, everyone.